Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friendships to relationships to fashion and entertainment. It's your one-stop high-speed pop culture podcast. This is Speaking Volumes with Cher and Scary. Welcome to Speaking Volumes. Hey, Scary. Hi, Cher. What episode are we at, Scary? That was for you to decide. You were going to kick this off today. You know, that's not true, but that's okay. I think we're at episode... That episode. one, whatever Portia just said. Portia, was it that episode? Portia, no, she's bringing us to the next episode. Do you really want me to? I'll have to go check right now. I, yeah, no, can you check? Because we were we were chatting so much. Okay, truth be told, Scary yeah. and I were like babbleheads. Just like, blah, 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 blah. We don't even and know what episode we're on. Yeah. Isn't that like, crazy? Let's just save it for the podcast. And then we, we are the episode podcast. number, let's see, episode number 61. Is yeah. it? Well, no, maybe not. No, we're more no. than that. What no, was the last? What was the last one we did? Do you remember? You know why this happens, scary. This happens because you went on a sabbatical. I didn't go on a sabbatical. You went on a sabbatical. <laughs> Think about it for a second. When was the last time we were together? When we did the thing on the dildos. That was number sixty. This is number sixty-one. Yes. Sorry. We, I was we, right. You were wrong. Yeah. You were okay, like, there's well, no way. We got to be doing more than You six. know what? It's true because it was episode 60 and you were like, it should have been episode 69. I'm like, okay. Remember that? Yeah. I do remember. So. Does everybody remember that? Because I'm so sorry that it took us two weeks to get back on track. But yeah. we will be delivering for you some massive, amazing episodes so, coming up. So, so much. It's this, we'll so call much. it the, uh, the, the spring season. It's almost so, like we're rolling out a new design, a new line you see of clothing. The, light coming in? the yeah. light's coming in because it's nicer out today in New York. It is. And you see how bright I am? You see how clear my webcam is? See how long I haven't shaved? <laughs> uh, scary. You are so clear. I feel like I could reach out and pick your nose. <laughs> I'll do it for you if you'd like. <laughs> so, Don't give her any ideas. Oh my baby God. Habits. I could teach your baby, baby. bad habits. No, 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 no. Porsche, I, I, no. do this. Yee, Porsche. <laughs> no, first of all, first of all, that's a big joke because her aunt always jokes and says, I'm going to Aunt Chrissy because right. I'm going to get back at you because I'm going to teach her yeah. all these things that you don't want her to do. I'm like, ew, no. 
<laughs> but I will tell you a funny story about Portia from mm. this morning. Yep. So Portia and I have wet hair on this podcast right now. I don't wet know hair, don't care. That. Yeah, wet hair, don't care. We're here for you guys. Right. And it was because mommy decided she was going to take a shower. And instead of doing it while Portia was taking a nap, I did it while she was wide awake. And this morning. She jumped in? Portia, no, it's better than that. Portia decided that she would not listen to me telling her I was going to give her a bath later. And she decided she was going to come in the bathroom. And usually she sits there and watches her iPad because I can't go to the bathroom. She ran in with her clothes on? My eyes were shut. Soap was in my eye. And I stopped hearing her whining. She was whining the whole time. Ma, ma, ma. Because she was so mad. All of a sudden she was quiet. I was like, oh my God. Like she just stopped. She's watching her iPad. She stopped. I looked down as I opened my eyes. Yeah. And there's Portia with her PJs on in the shower. She removed her socks and she managed to get her shirt off, but it was down around her waist because she can't get it off by herself. Oh, my goodness. So in the shower was Portia, yeah, with her PJs on. Yes. And and her shirt around her waist with her pants and her diapers. And oh, boy, that's how I did start. Wow, that's... Wow, these, so these are mommy problems. It's so cute. I don't have. I have. No. I, have t- I have. I have other issues that have nothing. Okay. They seem. They seem so insignificant compared to the issues that you no, go through. I, no, I just want to remind you of something though. This is like the best thing ever, and I will live for these moments all the time because I think it's just so cute. But I have never. Look, she's she's Italian. She's starting to talk with her hands. <laughs> she knows she's Italian. She's laughing. She got your joke. She did get my joke. Right. Like, the thing is, is that. I never realized how much you would cherish going into a bath by your a shower by yourself. Forget a bath, a yeah, shower, right? Or or a bathroom. <laughs> so now that never wow. happens. Again. What a life! So enjoy it. Enjoy well, it. Well, I mean, I guess I have different kinds of problems. Does something look a little weird? Something a little off to you? Forget about the fact that uh, I have I have pretty perfect lighting that I worked so hard on, and my. My camera's very clear. Scary, you know I'm what? Kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm messing with you. What, no, what, there's something very different right now. You have a plant? No, that's always been there. Those are yeah. fake calla lilies I got from like Michael's. You know, they, what's the arts and crafts store? <laughs> They're looking so bright though in your new radiant yeah. light. They never that's need hard. watering and they, they never fade. They never mm-hmm. die. Let's, no, let it's something think. worse than that. That's not worse. You have worse. a little red to your face because you no. decided to leave the state? No. Um, uh, I'm just going to give it to you. Give it to me. Look at my microphone. You're wearing new headphones. No, headphones are the same. Microphone. Okay, what about it? This is a separate, this is a different microphone. Is that why it's so long? No, it's also coming from a different direction. If you notice. Oh, is that what it in is? Every, in every time <laughs> it was a we little do distracting. In all these podcasts, we always do the podcast and the microphone's coming from here. So last night I was recording the Brooklyn Boys podcast with David Brody. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the podcast, wow. the microphone that hangs with a boom arm and a clamp. I, I got to show it to you. I didn't get to show it on the other podcast because we only do audio. This <gasps> clamp. You and Bro Bro don't head up to let see people that? see. See that? Wow. That is attached to the back of my desk and the microphone boom wow. arm comes up and out. For some reason, this thing broke off and left a nice little chunk in my desk because it no, just because I was moving the microphone and it went. I heard a crack, 
the whole thing. What are you doing? Well, the microphone fell. It's it's on the floor, and now I'm using a separate microphone. So yeah, so I'm I'm actually coming to you from a different mic. Not you know, it's so you're actually coming from a different angle now. Like this is all face on. Like this is just straight on. Maybe this is better for TV. I think it's She's much laughing. Better. She's like, you're never going to get on TV, motherfucker. Oh, I'm this sorry. Well, I'm crushing in front of your kid. TV show is going to be me and moms. So, <laughs> so, so what's been going on lately? Yeah, I did. I traveled, went to uh, Miami for a week, had to relax, sit by a pool, just kind of ah, unplug. Because you know what? Yeah, those are different troubles, right? Those are different troubles. No, well, you know what? Mental health and wellness is a big thing. And I needed Dude. to clear my mind and I had to get out of town. So I did. You know what? Good for you, because yeah. I always feel like people brighten up and clear their heads when they're in the sun and just have mm. a little fresh air. And I will say it's difficult in New York in the winter. It is. It is difficult. It's difficult in the, in a normal winter, let alone this normal, one. This was a very different yeah. winter. So this was even worse. And I I feel it. I mean, look, it's it was fun. It was fun frolicking in the snow with this one because right. it's her first time doing everything. But when push comes to shove, I live by coastal for a reason. <laughs> True story. So, so what did you do for the last couple of weeks? Uh, well, last two weeks since you left was probably the snow, and it's been a lot of snow in New York. So, I think we're all excited about seeing sun come through. Am I right or wrong? I, I was excited to miss three storms in one week. Did you miss all of them? No, I, I got the first one. The second, the last two. I missed. Uh, so I don't know. I, I I envy the idea of getting on a plane and going somewhere. And you right. know, I love. Uh, where'd you go? Florida. Went to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Florida is a hop, skip, and jump for us. And, mm. and you know, growing up going to Florida yeah. every week. I mean, that's like a weekend. I love Florida. Can't wait to take the baby. Mm. So I'm gonna. I was gonna take her to Miami Music Week, but you know, not happening. <laughs> it's not happening because you know Miami Food and Wine was a couple of weeks ago. That was did that vir- even happen? I think it was virtual. They did. They didn't do as much as they usually do. I mean that no, no, that's no. an event. That is a week long. No, it's thing a great event. Of and I'll, and I'll share with you. I'll share with you that there was one coming right. up that goes all the time on the Upper West Side in Manhattan, right. and it's a huge, huge. It's the same uh, company that does it. They do it in right. New York well, and they do Miami. Guess, guess who's security is on board to do that event oh, every year? People sh- do or share sends a private events. Private events. So I said no. Alternative investigations protects everybody there. Okay, and, all right. Um, and we were very sad to hear that they want to postpone it yeah. because we can't do it well, yet. No so choice. it looks like that's getting postponed till September. So I, I mean, guess my question is: uh, so for today, for today's podcast, mm-hmm. wh- what are we doing? I mean, we had uh, we, well, we we may have a guest coming up next week that that mm-hmm. so we kind of postponed. Yeah. Uh, but for now, you're like scary. Just leave it to me. Scary, I got this one. Listen, I've been, I'm hooking us up with everybody. And I have to tell you, proud moment, my amazing fiance, writer, director, Scott Windhauser, yes. was written up again, again during this pandemic. Written up? Uh, like, deadline. When I get written up at work, it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, this is a good thing when you get written up in oh, our world. Oh. So, yes, yeah, Scott was, uh, Scott had an article come out in deadline because he has another movie coming out. What's deadline? De- you don't know what deadline is? No. Really? You don't read, read like Variety or Deadline? Or- Variety. It's a magazine. Yes. That, they're all online. They're online magazines. They're all so online like an, now. Is that an industry, is that an industry thing? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I mean, it's like, a, I would assume you actually 
would look at it because it's industry, but it's something I feel like a lot of people go to to see what's going on with their favorite actors, what they're going to see them in next, you know, who's doing what, who's repped by who. Um, but yeah, I... I have to tell you, it's another proud so, moment in the household. So he's on and, he's uh, on location somewhere, right? Is that what yeah, I understand? He's far, far away. Okay, so do you want to welcome him in? Because I see him. He's knocking Is at the in? Zoom. He's he's knocking at the Zoom door. Daddy's gonna come on. And you know, I have to say this. Do you remember when Scott was with us once before? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Why don't you refresh our memory as he joins us? Hey, Scotty. Hey, how are you? Hey, how's it? Are you, are, you, are you hard at work? Are you writing a screenplay? What's going on here? Yeah, I'm being chased by Elmo right now. I see. It's uh, yeah, that's great. So, so obviously, in case you don't know, if you're watching this podcast, uh, Cher and Scott are the proud parents of Portia, right there. That's right. Yes, that we know. Of. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do the test. I'm going to bring Maury Povich in here. (laughs) You are not the father. Disclaimer from the beginning of this podcast. I hope everybody's ready to laugh because although Scott can write things that are serious and writes a lot of action, he is absolutely hysterical. So you have to catch on to his humor immediately, please. Just know he's joking. So Scott, Scott's a famous Hollywood writer. Are you director, producer? Like, what do you like explain to the everybody what you do? Refresh their memory because we did have you on on the phone on on an early episode. Yeah, you were on in 2018. When you had Hurricane Heist coming out, Scotty. Yeah. yeah and no, you I, and I, I were hush hush at the time. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I got the uh, VIP. Um, yeah, no, I, I started uh, I started in Hollywood as a uh, as like an assistant and all that stuff. And then I be, uh, went to film school and then I became a, a writer out of necessity because I always wanted to direct. But nobody would let me direct a, you know, five million dollar film without having, you know, credits and that stuff. So, right. so uh, you know, I started writing, and I've written a, a, a ton of movies, yeah. uh, TV shows, and, and stuff. And then uh, I started directing, and uh, and now and now I'm producing children. What? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Portia's a twin. Okay, you guys are in the same house. We didn't tell you we had twins. Yeah, Portia. Wait, that's Portia. <laughs> Portia just went from Cher's lap. To yours. You guys yeah, are in the same house right now? If you're if you're listening to this, it's not making much sense, but but Portia was sitting on Cher's lap earlier and all of a sudden now she appears in Scott's frame. Uh, she's my agent. Here's a here's a silly question. She's, she's hardcore. Why are you guys not in the same room on the same camera? Like why are you on separate <laughs> what's going on here? I, I really thought you were like thousands of miles away, like on your next project. That's the you know? illusion. Yes. Well, I'm I'm leaving soon, so we're trying to to get some tests of separation to get to which <laughs> is okay. Um, no, yeah, no I'm leaving. I'm leaving soon to shoot a movie um, in Italy, and Cher is going to be in it too. So we'll be we'll be which, together again. What? Which I have to say is a pretty awesome thing because although we could be rooms and rooms apart in our home, we yeah. actually have the luxury of working together. Which on many occasions before Scott. I would have never thought that was a good idea, nor would I have thought that was something I was interested yeah, in. Yeah, so like, I have some questions. How is it? How is it? First of all, awesome. writing. Well, how is it writing for for your fiance? Uh, or or was did you write the part first and then like which came first, the chicken or the egg? Here, um, you know, they both did because I, I've written stuff 
before we met that now I tailored to her. And now we, um, like we, Sharon and I wrote a, a show during the pandemic. Um, and it's, it's kind of, you know, it, it kind of deals with her life a little bit of going to Hollywood and, and going to like, you know, these crazy parties and meeting, um, the people around Hollywood that aren't really in Hollywood, but they claim to be. You are know, they called the clingers on the hangers yeah, on? It's like, it's like, it's, like, it's even you know, worse than that. These are people with some pull too. Yeah. They have pull, but it's like, they're more interested in like, you know, the party aspect and like, nah. you know, if you go to Craig's every Thursday night or whatever, these are like these fine. local spots where you could find Hollywood type people swirling the drain. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but it's it's insane. Yeah. Scary, you know some of my stories. You know a few of them. Well, Scott has gotten now a lot of them. And he, with his creativity, has realized that my life, so many different aspects of it, is a story in itself. We all know the PI actress side. But, yeah. you know, my my world was something that had so many experiences that I think really would touch so many different people because it... It, I think it uncovers a lot of people's experiences, but this goes above and beyond that. And to to see it and have Scott write something like this, is just, it's insane. It's insane. And it's, it's, you know, I think the, I think the other thing is, is that we started to dabble with writing together before the pandemic and then really got into it during the pandemic. Um, and I think one of the nice things is, is Scott really embraces women empowerment and I love that about him. And one of the things I noticed is because I'm so forthcoming with, with that, he loves the idea of a woman's perspective right. in each of his. This is all just perfect because it. Sunday is International Women's Day. That's right. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's international. I mean, it, yeah. So, so a lot of people are doing a lot for that, celebrating right. like this entire month, really. Yeah. And so that's that's great. That fits the narrative right there. Um, right. I just it's find so it fascinating, though that you originally were not writing for her. And now, now that you've gotten to know her really well, now you're writing roles specifically tailor made for her. You know, what's good. You know, I, Hollywood is such a collaborative medium that if you have somebody like a great actress that you happen to share a house with and a child with and a life with, you can bounce. It's a little much easier to go bounce stuff off of her as opposed to kind of writing in the vacuum, which a lot of times we do. So it's like you're forced to do that. Right. I mean, because sometimes you don't know what you're just kind of blindly like writing and saying, hopefully this will fit somebody's persona who'll come along someday. Is that what I'm I'm getting at? Yeah, because you have to I think as a writer, you have to trust like anyone from Aaron Sorkin to somebody who's written one script. You have to kind of trust your own voice inside. And stuff. It's like when you know. It's like all the stuff you do on the radio. Like you, you, you're you. You know, and people love that about you. But you have to trust. Nah, some people hate it. it. <laughs> yeah, some people hate it. But but, but, but you're on. Don't it. kid you, yourself. But you're, well, yeah, Most but people you're, love you're, it. You're successful at it. So if if people have hated my movies, I it's I look. I'd rather have people hate my movies than never make a movie and complain about other people's stuff. So it's like you know, there's a there's a catch twenty two there. Where it's like. Complain if you want. Like some of my movies haven't been well received, but guess what? I made money for my family, and 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 it's not always in your control. Yeah. What? How many? Think? How many films have you written? Over oh my 100. god, a hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew. But Scotty, you got to tell him again your history of like how you date back to like you know how you started this because I I always find that intriguing. I don't think a lot of people have an opportunity to hear some of the other articles you've done to know your background. Yeah, I mean, I worked uh, I worked at CAA back in the day and I worked like what's, what's that 
CAA Creative Artist Agency. It's like the big uh, talent agency. Gotcha. Um, I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> CAA. When I worked there, was like Tom Cruise was a client. Oh, okay. oh, um, these are the heavy hitters. Smith. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. You they, worked oh, it's only the heavy hitters. You worked yeah. there. Gotcha. Yeah, and they're like, there's literally security in the lobby there with like, they're they're like ex marines. Like they have machine guns, like hidden, like because people would come in there thinking that that Tom Cruise lived there, and you know, like uh, Colin Powell would come in, Steven Spielberg would come in, you know, you get all kind of people coming in. It was it was a crazy place to work, but it's like um, grad school for the film for the movie business. What was your role there? I I worked for a um, an agent. I was an assistant as an agent, and then I went to work for Michael Bay. And the first day there, I pitched the idea for the movie Pearl Harbor. And that's how I kind of got into the business. Like they're that? like, "Oh, we love that idea." Then they made the movie, and I didn't get the credit. Oh, <laughs> are you, did you like, write for that? Yeah, I. I, I and you I, have I, no credit on it. No, we. Welcome we, to the world uh, of Hollywood. Yeah. It's a long <laughs> um, what is going yeah, on here? Yeah, and you uh, don't have a leg to stand on. You can't really sue anybody because then you'll be blackballed. No, yeah, I, you know, and you don't want to sue people. And I was young, and I was like, you know, uh, I was like, I, this isn't the only idea I'll have, but. So I, I went off and made and just kept writing and writing and just got better at it and uh, sold stuff and, you know, stuff's been made. I've directed stuff now. We, Sharon and I did a movie last or the end of 2019 that's coming yeah. out. Later right before the pandemic. Yeah. Right. Is there Has there ever been some jealousy there where you, you say, you know what, I'm, I wrote this role, but you're, you're not the you're not going to get the part, Cher. Sorry. Well, we, we tease about that. But, you know, Cher's oh. a great actress. It's, the, the problem is, is that as a writer, you're low man on the totem pole. Like as a director now, I'm, I'm higher. Oh, okay. Like, so writer, the writer doesn't, the writer just writes stuff. And then the director. You still have to earn the role, Scary. So that's like, yeah. and that's a nice yeah. thing too, because it's a yeah. compliment to me, because although Scott's always going to be in my corner, I still have to earn the role. And then, okay. Yeah. So the director really is the one who chooses the stuff. The direct, And the producers. And, and then, you know, it all comes down to the money people, whoever the money people are. They can oh. say, they can say like, I'm putting my daughter in this role. And you're like, okay, but it's a, it's a fighter. You're like, okay. You know, <laughs> oh I mean, my God. Yeah. So they have so those are, situations too. Well, and yeah, listen, no- nepotism's nepotism, right? Scotty and, and scary. <laughs> and you know, this look, even in your world, scary nepotism's nepotism. And I have to tell you more props to the people that have it. But at the same time, it also does leave some people in the dust sometimes when they very much are deserving or they are perfect for a role. Sometimes it wow. works. You know, they get overlooked because of yeah. money and, and other people's yeah. priorities and agendas. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Wow. Okay. Scary, you know, at iHeart, you know, at iHeart, we used to go to some things, right? Yeah. And we joke around about, we, we actually were, were guests on a podcast the other day, Scott, you know this. And the girl was talking to us about um, uh, the, the, what was it? Uh, the, which concert was it that she loved? Was it Jingle Ball? Jingle Ball, that was it. Yeah. So she was mentioning Jingle Ball, and everybody comes to us around those ho- around those concerts, and sure. they're like, "Hey, you have extra tickets, you have oh, yeah, yeah. The truth oh. is, is that the, our sponsors, those Bain sponsors, are the ones that take their kids and well, their family. They, well, they so get the, they get a first crack at it because they underwrite the con- you know they, they they pay a lot for the advertising. Yeah. Same thing in the yeah. movie business. I mean, they, they buy the tickets, but everyone, you know, you know, right. sometimes people, other people get first crack at them, you know, right. but, but that, that's right. like that in every business, you know, that's, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. It's like that yeah. in every business and it's good for you sometimes and other times it just yeah. doesn't work out. Yeah. So. But you know, Scott's become extremely, um, 
I would say, recognized uh, more than ever lately. Um, His directing is really something that he's highlighting. Um, He is already a amazing writer. Um, You know, you guys saw his movie Hurricane Heist that came out, um, but he's done so many others. And he's even helped ghostwrite on some things. And he has recently gotten very big into TV shows, which is which was new for him. He's now gone from zero to 100 in, I'd say, two years, Scott. Right. One of the shows you wrote when we when we were I think I was I think it was 2018. Right. Yeah. I started writing that show. Yeah, I wrote a show. Oh, it's coming out um, probably next year. With, it's like Titus Welliver, Dean Norris, Raymond Cruz, a lot of guys from Breaking Bad, um, Stephen Baldwin. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, so. If you have any opportunities, just, uh, feel free to write me in. I'm going to hitch my wagon to a star right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me? What do you got for me? Uh, well, he's got that shirt on you recognize. I don't know what the hell it is, but you you've been staring at this shirt since the podcast started. This is, uh, this is an, an old record label. Oh yeah, this that was that was uh like Tone Low. Yes. MC Farside. Young, young MC wow. Farside. Yes. A lot yes, of early yes. 90s uh, hip hop and funk oh. and R&B. They were a, yeah. Google if you're listening to this and don't see the shirt and the logo. It's a, it's a picture of a guy, a cartoonish guy, uh taking a bite out of a a, a vinyl record and it's called Delicious yes. Vinyl. That's the record label. Google yeah. Delicious Vinyl Records. And yeah. you were gonna, you're gonna see so many artists and so many throwbacks. Like, oh my god, I remember that song. Oh, so, well, I grew up, I grew up in LA, and I went to high school. Ice Cube went to my high school. Ice Cube, and, you can do it. Put your yeah. back into it. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that he was cool? a few ahead of me, but <laughs> oh, wait, I was what? at parties. I was at par- <laughs> I was at parties in high school. Uh, LL Cool J was there. Ice Cube, uh, Easy E. Yeah, my a buddy of mine, his brother was uh, Bobcat, who was one of LL Cool J's first DJs. So he would have all these people before the NWA was even a thing. Like, and then as they yeah, they I was came, about to say, I saw the film. We all saw the movie. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I mean, I, you I, were in his in his uh, bus at the beginning of the movie, looking at the rich white kids in the BMWs. That's Taft. That's where I went to high school in the Valley, dude. You- yeah. You would you drive through Englewood? Would you go through there? <laughs> not, not he was on the other side. <laughs> yeah, because we, we had a lot of kids in my high school busting from uh, a lot like of Ir- the, Irvine, of all these places in California. I keep hearing South about Central, yeah, South City Central, of uh, Compton. I remember that. Kids, kids from Compton came in. They were they were all my friends. They're great kids. I mean, they were. It was just that's just what you knew back in LA because busing was a big thing. We had like forty school buses coming in from South Central every day. And so these, that's, awesome. these, that's yeah, crazy. It, it was uh, like it. The, the, the birth of hip hop and gangster rap, L.A. West Coast. It was also such an amazing education for those kids to come from where they were to go, be able to experience that. And I learned that firsthand. I'll tell you a short story that was hysterical. One of my go to guys in L.A. that was one of my top security for myself sure. when I went out, became a good friend of mine and also for my company. He, uh, you know, when he met Scott, they started talking. It turns out he was one of those people that appreciated those buses that went into these schools because he was on it. And he that's always good. said, well, that sounds like the beginning of desegregation. That's great. Yeah, they, they that's awesome. These kids, were, these kids were, um, what they went through though, they'd have to get up like five in the morning because it was an hour and a half bus ride. Oh my God. And then they would come to our school and some of them were in sports and after school activities. So they wouldn't get home to like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Sure. Oh my God. Kids. Oh my goodness. So wow. it's like we took for granted, like we live down the street, but these kids like really made sacrifices to get a better education. Wow. 
And a lot of them made great. I mean, Ice Cube, yep. obviously, like he's a big success. The Go Go's went to my high school. Like a lot of people. I feel went like to- I feel like there's a movie right here somewhere. I think you should write <laughs> yeah. a screenplay. <laughs> I, 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 you know, make sure you give me yeah. some credit. <laughs> or, or I'm going to get Pearl Harbored. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right? Yeah, right? You're going to get All Pearl right. Harbored. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. So, so Scotty, it was your idea, to- and you don't get any of the credit, Scary. Yeah. <laughs> so Scotty, bring us up to date on the last article, because you were written up two days ago in Deadline. Mm, yeah. So tell uh, us about that movie, and then we'll talk about Death in Texas before we go. Okay. De- yeah, I, I'm doing a movie with Frank Grillo. Uh, it's called MIA and uh, he's, a, he's his movie's coming out today or tomorrow called boss level with Mel Gibson. But Frank, Frank is a, he's been in a ton of movies. You guys have know him. He's been in the Avenger movies and everything, but Frank is a, um, a great actor and he's playing a guy who um, wakes up tied to a chair. Cause he, he's been, he's been tortured and he forgets who he is cause he's been hit so hard and everyone in LA is after him. So he spends a day figuring out why everyone in the city is after him and who he really is. And is he a good guy or a bad guy? All right. There's a little bit of mystery. So it's called right. Am I Missing in Action? Because it's When's that? in the action. Nice. All right. When is that coming through? Um, we're shooting that in June. So it should right. come out next year. Cool. Is she going to be a part of that? Yeah. She's going to get up. She's a part. Of, she plays a, um, an undercover cop. Of course, yeah. to go with yeah. her PI background. Isn't it far yeah, yeah. And then, right. and then we did a, a the movie we talked about, Death in Texas. That's coming out, I think, in probably around June. It's going to hit theaters. Uh, you think? Yeah, it's going to. You know, depending on on depending pandemic on stuff, pandemic levels. Yeah, it, it's going to. It's supposed to come in theaters and on video on demand and all that stuff. That's but awesome. It, I think it'll be in theaters uh, at least a little bit of run. It has Bruce Stern and. Uh, Laura Flynn Boyle, a couple other people, you know, Stephen Lang from Avatar, uh, Cher, obviously, and then John Ashton from Gravity Hills Cop, who played Taggart. <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I can't Thank wait. You. I'm going to go see, if I could see it on the big screen, I will. No, yeah. and I'll tell you, it was, uh, it was really an experience. And I, I started this out by saying, and I know there's a new podcast out there that I was watching this morning on one of the news stations that has to do with celebrity couples. And I think that it is absolutely wonderful. If you have an opportunity to do what we do, which is actually share in a career together, bounce ideas off each other, each other's yeah. best friend, but also most honest person with each other. And I, I just, I mean, I think it's a wonderful there, experience. There was something to be said for that. Absolutely. It, it's it's well, just a, it's a great thing what we have. And it's just, it's nice to be there for each other. This has been a very enlightening half hour. I like this. Thank you. <laughs> Behind the curtain. <laughs> and, and we, I think I'm going to call this episode meet Cher's fiance. I think this is going to get a lot of traction. Is that okay? Meantime, Wait a second. I have to add. I have to add in one thing. Portia normally when I'm doing my podcast, daddy, grandma, somebody's helping, but mostly daddy is like on her. She is running rampant through the house because she is like, this she's is got no awesome. supervision right now. She is, she's she like, just dad. A cigarette before. <laughs> <laughs> right Come say goodbye. I think she got the keys to the car. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that? Yeah. Careful. <laughs> careful that's another episode i have some news about that too come all on right. well all right well this has been awesome if you want to send us some feedback on the episode speaking volumes podcasting at gmail.com also feel free to follow 
Uh, and, and, you know, if you want a, a topic that's covered, you want to be a guest on one of our future episodes, you can hit up Cher on her Facebook fan page. Where that's Cher Casenza, right? Yep, Cher knows, Cher Casenza. You can find it on either one or hit me up on Instagram. Oh, where can we find Facebook. you, Scott? Do you want some plugs for your social media uh-huh. or your films or anything? I, I Mostly Scott Winhauser at, at Instagram. Scott Winhauser at Instagram. All right. That's right. But also, guys, you know, you could always check out anybody that you like um, that's in the entertainment industry. You can go to Scott's IMDb. Like I always am plugging my personal URL. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, what is it on yours for IMDb for them to see? Is it just your name, you think? I don't, uh, yeah, I'm sure. They can just. I think Google. it's just under your name. Yeah, I have All movies right. on, or Google on it. Amazon and Hulu and. Cool. Uh, but guys, make sure to watch the uh, the movies that are that are Scots that are out now. Yes. You check out those. Some of them are on Netflix. There you go. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do you get some royalties for that? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Line Scotty's <laughs> pocket. My account goes Look. right into my account. <laughs> and Porsche's account. <laughs> yeah. It goes Porsche right to her. Right. Elmo's a little yeah. jealous. He's stunned. He's just finding yeah, out he, now he, he ain't he, getting shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Speaking Volumes. He hasn't blinked once. Yeah, he has not. <laughs> so, Scott, thanks for Scott, coming. Thanks for coming on. On the thanks, podcast. Guys. All right. We'll see you next Take week, Cher. Bye. Friendships to relationships, to fashion and entertainment. It's your one stop, high speed pop culture podcast. This is Speaking Volumes with Cher and Scary.